Good morning, Cosmic Toolbox. This is the weekly forecast for the week beginning Monday, November 15th. Technically, um, this is going to hit your inbox on Sunday, but I'm trying to go Monday to Sunday to kind of make up for the fact that we're not doing a recorded weekend forecast anymore. Um, First things first, this week holds the eclipse. So it's a big week and I'm going to make sure that I have a written forecast in along with this recording because I see how busy so many of you are. And I know it's a little bit easier to skim a post, a written post than maybe listen to a long recording. I'm also going to keep this recording short. So as I move today on November 14th, Juno moves into Capricorn. This is going to give a lot of stability um, and grounding to relationships and partnerships and marriages besties, things like that. We're going to see it shift a little differently. We're also watching Juno as Juno sort of catches up and starts to move through the Zodiac. I have been getting a lot of intuitive downloads about Juno. I think Juno is going to impact us significantly over the next three years. I think that relationships are shifting. I think a lot of people are seeing relationships shift Juno in Capricorn has us doing the work. So if you have a relationship that is hard, or if you have a relationship that is easy, I would still expect to have to do some work where your um, bondings are, right? Whoever you're bonded to. And that could be with your children. It could be with your best friends. It could be anywhere. Now on the 15th, we have the sun square Jupiter. I feel like this is going to bring some spotlight tension to the mix. I would not um, necessarily, this is, it's just going to be a lot of change and there's going to be some illumination of where you have some energies that are resisting the change. It's a very difficult aspect. It might feel like Every single place that you need to expand is getting this really intense spotlight. Remember that with sun in Scorpio, um, it's, it's not an, it's not a pleasant spotlight. It's not maybe like when, um, the sun is in Leo and the sun shines upon you and you feel like the whole world is shining for you. Um, sun in Scorpio squaring off with Jupiter in Aquarius is going to have totally a different vibe. So you're going to want to, um, look to be a little triggered in whatever deep, dark, mysterious things are keeping you from expanding at around 4 AM Eastern. We also have moon conjunct Chiron retrograde at eight degrees and 56 minutes. So, there is a little bit of inner world activation there, right? Um, and it could feel pretty unpleasant depending on um, what's up for you. Because remember, the moon is going to be conjunct Chiron retrograde in Taurus just before the moon will be eclipsing on the 19th. So um, at the end of Taurus. So uh the eclipse happens around 27 degrees Taurus. And this is this moon conjunct Chiron retrogrades at eight degrees. So I would expect it to feel quite wild with the sun and Scorpio squaring off Jupiter uh, in Aquarius. That's the 15th. So that's Monday. 
I would expect to be feeling the feels. We still have that Scorpio stellium, just a shifted one. So we have Vesta, the sun, Mars, and Venus. Sun, Mars, and Venus are what make this technically a stellium, right? Those three inner planets. Um, And then Vesta is also there in the mix. So I would just expect to feel all the Scorpio things. On the 16th, we have sun sextile Pluto. Um, and you know, sun and Scorpio, Pluto is the modern ruler of Scorpio. So there's a lot of resurrection energy there. Um, sextile is stabilizing energy and supportive. It's very activating. So I would expect, uh, the sun and Scorpio to be activating those Plutonian themes of, um, purification, magic, uh, resurrection of who you are deep down on the inside. And then Vesta moves into Sagittarius on the 16th. So we get a little bit of a um, fire there lit in all matters of the home. And it should start to feel, um, it should start to feel like you have the ability to start creating what you want to create within your home. I feel like one of the things that will come up for almost everyone um, over the next couple of weeks, which is very cyclical. It's very, uh, spiral of the year, um, themed, right. Is that we're tending to the home, we're tending to the home, we're tending to the home. And with Vesta in Scorpio, we're like, Oh, how does this home feel? How is my cave? I want to hide in my home with Sagittarius. There should be some action, some motion, some, um, creation energy there in the home. So, On the 17th, we have Mars opposite Uranus retrograde. Um, And we're watching Uranus a lot in 2021 and 2022. There's a lot of Uranus um, play happening. And so this is a confronting energy. So we're looking at Mars in Scorpio confronting that rebellious inner, who are you? Why are you? Who are you? (laughs) Like, um, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? Is it what you're supposed to be doing? All of that kind of energy, um, and trying to give it some life and some, and some action, but in, in a way that could be kind of painful if you're not paying attention. And then just after being activated by the sun and Scorpio, um, Jupiter then is semi-square Chiron retrograde, um, on the 17th. And that could just bring so much expansion and intensity, to some of your emotional wounds that need to heal. Um, We also have the Leonids meteor shower peaking on the 17th and 18th, bringing a lot of cosmic and divine intervention and energy and bringing some oomph to the milieu, right? The ethers will be activated. And then on the 18th, we also have Mercury trine Neptune retrograde in Pisces. Mercury is in one of these... um, I keep saying Mercury is in a mood. Mercury is not in retrograde, but Mercury is in Scorpio. Mercury is in a mood. I don't know what's up. (laughs) I mean, I do know what's up, but um, I don't think that Mercury is going to give us a break for a little while. We're in, we're in some of the heavy um, action phases with Mercury, right? We had that post shadow end on the second. So we're steady in the action form of integrating what went on during retrograde. Um, and so we are here doing the work, doing the intimacy. And I think that that's going to give us a lot of, um, 
good insight into what's going on with relationships in our life. One of the things that I feel like we must do midweek on the 18th here is to, um, on Thursday is to really use that Mercury trying Neptune retrograde to figure out like, what do we believe, right? What do we believe to be true about the world? Let our egos fall away. What, what is true about our life, right? What's true about things going on in our life. If we don't get those kind of things handled before the lunar eclipse, I just don't think that it will be um, beneficial at all. Let's put it that way. On the 19th, Venus, trine Uranus retrograde, love, beauty, community, connection, like all of that hooking up and creating a balance um, to the revolution that's happening in our internal worlds in Taurus. Now the lunar eclipse is also taking care of Taurus, taking place in Taurus at 27 degrees. Um, This is a partial solar eclipse, but remember it's a 97% eclipse. Partial (laughs) I feel like that is so close to total that it's funny when you say partial, you have to make sure you're being aware of the fact that partial doesn't mean just halvesies. It's 97% eclipse occurring. Um, And it's going to be one of the longest ones because of where it is in Antarctica, the way it's moving, how it's moving, how long it's moving. It's going to be long. Um, It takes place like from a... uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Antarctica. That's the one, the, the solar eclipse. Blech. We are going to see this one in Northern North America. Uh, I should have looked at my notes. I just started riffing there. Uh, this one's not in Antarctica, but it is long. Um, and it goes, I think it's from like, it starts at 11 PM and then totality is at like 4 AM Eastern. Um, so we have this really like long thing taking place. Also, um, it harkens back to the last time we had a lunar eclipse in Taurus was November 9th, 2003. So expect not the same circumstances because you have evolved, right, in these almost 20 years, but expect some sort of a theme as to how you are showing up in your life to maybe be mirrored to you. This is foundational. Taurus energy is foundational. We want to be aware of that. We also, um, we will go a little bit more. If you haven't watched the workshop on the eclipse, I went way in depth with everything. Um, Watch that before like Tuesday. It's very important to watch that. Not like the night before you want to kind of be prepared. This lunar eclipse is also square palace. And so when that happens, we have, um, you know, some intense feminine rising energy uh, coming up for our review, right? (laughs) It's very, um, there's some strain there. Like palace is like all of that activation of art and wisdom and, and justice and intuition and your artistic side, your poetic side, and it's squaring off with the solar or with this lunar eclipse. And so we just want to be extra careful, um, with what we're bringing to the table and how it makes sure we're not ignoring anything. Um, I also want to draw some attention here on November 20th, the day after the eclipse, Mercury squares off with Jupiter, um, and that could be really intense. Um, and then what we're really looking at here is a situation where, um, the eclipse doorway opens up, right? And we have all this activation of eclipse type energy, and it will be here with us until the next eclipse. So between the first eclipse and the next eclipse in December, we have all of that, um, 
all of that sort of shocking upheaval, everything moves really fast. It's really confusing. Sometimes things are happening faster than you want them to. Sometimes things are happening way faster than you expected them to. And it's a good thing. You just want to remember that it's going to be like this cosmic wave. It's an energy wave. I also just want to realize that I misspoke when I said that the Scorpio stellium was Vesta, Sun, Mars, and Venus. It's Vesta, Sun, Mars, and uh, Mercury. And I don't know why I said Venus, other than I've been thinking a lot about Venus and Venus's motions, um, because Venus is in Capricorn. Um, so, yes, and I'm not going to re-record because that would just be silly. So that's an addendum. I'll make sure that's right when it's typed out. It's right on my notes. So that's super weird. Anyway, I was just talking, talking, talking. So this eclipse doorway that opens on the 20th. Uh, Mercury and Scorpio squaring off with Jupiter and Aquarius, it's going to be oomphing us, right? We have that oomph and we have that action and we have that eclipse doorway open. And then just after the eclipse, the moon then moves into Gemini and is conjunct the North Node of Destiny, Ceres and Black Moon Lilith. There's going to be a lot of inner, inner action, inner activations. It's going to be intense. And then on the 21st, Mercury is sextile Pluto. Um, and then Mercury's in Scorpio, sextile Pluto. That's all that resurrection energy, right? Pluto is the modern ruler of Scorpio. Pluto is in Capricorn. Um, lots of work to be done there. And then on the 21st, the sun moves into Sagittarius. And so Scorpio season will end and Sagittarius season begins. Sagittarius is that fire energy, mutable fire ruled by Jupiter. And it will give us so much action in that eclipse doorway. Like the eclipse doorway opens on the 20th, sun moves into Sagittarius on the 21st. Energy is going to be fast. It's going to be fast, 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 fast. So you want to make sure that you're ready to work and you want to make sure that you're doing the work for the soul, the eclipse before the eclipse comes. Um, and so there it is, folks. Everybody have a beautiful week and make sure to double check all the notes <laughs> um, in the post because I totally said Venus was in the wrong space. And I just want everyone to remember that so that you don't go around thinking Venus is in Scorpio. I mean, not that that would hurt you. It'd probably make your week more fun. Um, let's just do pretend astrology. Have a beautiful week.